We saw that time between the Shalim. There's two reasons for the resistance. The one is against the Satan who tries to prevent the person using the opportunity to grow. And therefore, when the person feels inspired to grow, if he doesn't grab the chance, he will lose it. And the second point, he said, isn't nothing to do with Satan, but it's to do with the tab of a person. The nature of a person is his very uh, by nature. He's covered more, he's slow to act, he's very sleep lazy. And therefore, he doesn't want to have to apply effort to something. And the rule he said is that if a person doesn't put effort into something, he won't achieve. And therefore, if a person wants to be able to to achieve, he has to overcome that natural that natural laziness, that natural what he calls homeriness, that like heaviness that a person has, which prevents him uh, applying himself and putting in efforts, and that's also called resist. So we're in the second paragraph. That's what the Tanya tells us. And they ask Kanomer v'Kal Kanesher Rats Katsi v'Gibor Kari Rasesh Shetan v'Bicha B'Shemay. So what does he want from the Tanya? Well, what's the point that uh, we meant to learn from that? So the way that the Torah explains it, and that is that it's not just the Moshe. The nature of uh, a deer, this is a good example. The nature of a deer is it runs. It's uh, because it's uh, it's always scared of predators, so it's always ready to run. And the slightest uh, sign of danger, the deer runs. In other words, it's it's uh, the the nature of the deer is. It's, 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 uh, it's, it doesn't take a lot to get it to run. It's, it's ready to run. Just like the nature of the lion is that strong. And therefore, what the Tan is saying isn't just that you should be like, you should also have the middle of Azusans, Rezus, and Gura, whatever it is. It's that you should make it your nature. And therefore, we, when you use the animals as an example, it's just like for these animals, that's their nature. So a person has to make it his nature too. Not, not he overcomes his nature to, to act in a certain way. That becomes his nature. The, what's the difference between Kalkanesher and Ratzkatsi? They're very similar. You're talking about a bird, you talk about something which is Kal, it's flat. It's flat. You talk about something which runs, you talk about a sea, it runs. But if you're talking about uh, the tab of each one, so as it passes to the person, what's the Ishaka? What's the, the different nature the person's meant to have? To be like have a nature of a deer as opposed to the nature of an eagle. What's the the khara that's very similar? Thank They're you. both meant to be expressions of uh, it's, it's not hard for a person to move. You know, it's acquired this bit of Jesus. So there are different explanations in the Rishani. What the Torah says is something very interesting. The Torah says Ratskatsi is positive. Ratskatsi is positive and that means if a person is something good that a person wants to do he has to be quick to do it. He has to be quick to do it, and that's why his rats can see. He runs to do like uh, the batsman, like the mission finishes off. Last is to send a bit of a shemay. So if he has to do something, so then he's quick to do it. Kalkanesha, when he's to be light as an eagle, the Torah explains, when it comes to avoiding something bad, the person is quick to avoid an amirsha. Um, when the Torah is talking about it, he says, for example, when a person sees. So uh, if there's something inappropriate, how quickly does he move away? Does he turn away from it? How quickly does he like, close his eyes? And that's also, it's a shayla of being calm, being quick to move, but not in the sense of, of quick to do something, but rather quick to prevent oneself and um, being niksha on something. That's one maharach. It's a little bit difficult, what's the good with an ego? 
Or the heart that the, that's not the kadus of an eagle. On the contrary, an eagle is a very heavy bird. It's not a light bird like a pigeon or a sparrow or something like that. The kadus of an eagle is that it stays in the air for a long time, which means just like you would say something heavy would sink. Something light can can uh, stay, so to speak, stay in the air. Now even though the eagle is not particularly light. But Lamaisen, with its wings, it's able to, it's, it looks like it's cold because it can stay in the air. It soars without moving. It soars. Right, so I'm saying it's not because it's light necessarily, it's because it's how to fly. So if that's the case, then to say, with the two expense, Kalkanesha is that a person's quick to avert their eyes from seeing things they shouldn't see, it's a bit hard to understand what's the comparison to the eagle. Uh, it's, 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 it's true there's a maila in being haver ela verispira, that a person, like the Torah says, the person looks away from seeing things they shouldn't see. But love after that's a quality of an eagle. That's a, you're saying be quick to do things, that's like it's fee. It's fee runs, it's fast. And therefore, if a person also runs to do mitzvahs, then it's a similar, it's a similar kind of a mitzvah. He's fast. But what's a, what's a kalkanesha got to do with the, got to do with this concept of a person avoiding, avoiding a mitzvah? And why do we need two different mishalim for that? Why, why wouldn't one one example be enough for both? Okay, quick. Be quick. So what's the nukuda? The nukuda of kalkanesher is something else. And that is not, it's not to say that issue. Even though the Torah says that a person must be quick to avoid doing wrong, it's not, it's not the, Torah, the point he wants isn't the quickness of it. It's something else. This is that's the point we said before. And that is the idea of if a person does something wrong, it brings him down. And therefore, the kalkanesha is to remain up. To remain up. Just like the eagle can soar, it stays up in the air. It's clearly light because it doesn't fall, it doesn't plummet. It stays in the air. So that's what it means with the kalkanesha also. And that is, the person has to learn how to avoid mechodim because mechodim are going to make him crash. And uh, we made it, it's not just a deal of what he's quick to do. It's how, how, how um, he wants to remain aloft where he is and not uh, be pulled down by doing something wrong. And therefore, that makes him a kalkanesher. Kalkanesher means that he's, so to speak, able to remain aloft, able to remain soaring like an eagle can. And, he, and, he, and what do you need for that? Not to avoid a virus, because that's what's going to, uh, to drag a person down. And therefore, that's what the story says of the way it says, that the kalkanesher is to avoid avoid mechodim, that's what helps the person stay where he is, and Arat Kutzvi is to do positive things, to, to do mitzvahs. So if you had to say in the context of Mitzvah Shacharim, the Kalkanesha would be connected to Zahiris, which means, like you said in the previous paragraph, that a person has to be, we learned this in the first few prakim, the, the amount of effort a person puts into ensuring that he's going to avoid anything which will bring him down, any kind of mistake, kind of mechshal. And the next point, is that he has to be quick to grab the opportunities he has. And that is the Ratzkutsi. That's uh, a... Sorry? Kalkanesh is the Yes. Right, so that would be the difference between those two. Again, the different proportion of explain the few words to explain it. Okay, so that's the... That's the definition here of... of uh, Zahiris, like you said, compared to Zahiris. Now, there's two parts to Zerizis. Uh, I'm going to read the language on Mrs. Sharim, and even though we read it and we understood it, but if we're going to go over it again, I'm going to be mad, I'm going to emphasize a word he says a number of times, which maybe you didn't pay attention to the first time. A person wants to be zaycheh, 
So he says the word Yisdaris, the person has to be quick, but he says twice the word Yisgadir. That's the Gibor Kari. It's not enough just to be quick, he has to be strong. What does he want with that? What's the strength we're talking about? And in what way is that also a Chalik of Vedas Hashem? In other words, we spoke about the Kalkanesher, we spoke about the Ratzkatsvi, what are the other two things the Mishnah brings? He talks about being as bold as a leopard, he talks about being as strong as a lion. And it wasn't by chance, that's what Mr. Shashamanara before brought twice the notion that a person has to be miscavered. So, what's the Gvura we're talking about here? So, just like we saw that the difference between the Kalkanesha and the Ratzkatsvi is we saw the one is connected as Hirus and the other is connected as Rizos, the truth is that it applies to the first two points as well. The Azkanama is also connected as Hirus. And it's explained, again, like the Torah explains. And third is, where, where does a person have to be as kaname? Where does a person have to be bold? Bold means the person is willing to stand up by themselves. They're not scared, they're not shy. They aren't daunted by other people. So where, where's, the, where's the place for boldness? So the Torah says, and it's brought in the Ramah, A person isn't embarrassed against those people who make fun of him in his Avodah Hashem. And therefore, the, the part of the fact that a person isn't going to step back or refrain from doing what he has to do is because he's as, he's committed, he's determined, he's not scared of other people. And if you remember, this was what the Messiah Shalom said in the paragraph before, is one of the biggest uh, reasons what stops the person, Zahiris, one of the Messiah Zahiris he brought, was the society a person is a part of, that he's embarrassed or he's ashamed or he's scared of what the society is going to think of him. And therefore we see as Kanama, that a person should be bold, don't be ashamed, don't be scared. You have to stand up for what's right. That's also part of Zahiris. Zahiris. And therefore, the first two things he brings, Azkanomir and Kalkanesha, are both connected as Zahiris. And then the next two, Ratzkatsi and Gibor Kari, are connected as Rizos. Now, Ratzkatsi we spoke about. What's the Gibor Kari? And why is it connected as Rizos? So let's look again what the Torah says. And uh, we start to explain it. The Torah makes it very clear. What's the Gibor? Yisgaber Kari Lamud Baboy Kelaboy You have to be as strong as a lion to get up in the morning. Why is that a deer? I would say you should be as quick as a deer to get up in the morning. Why does it need to be as strong as a lion? What's the, what's the guru we're talking about here? So this is the two points we said in the previous... And this is the oymek what the Messiah said in the previous two paragraphs. He said the two things the Shahab Prophet says. The two things the Shahab Prophet says. The one is, there are times when a person is inspired. There are times when a person thinks, that's it. I'm, now this time I'm really going to do it. I'm not, nothing's going to stop me, I'm going to take on the world, I'm going to finish Karatara Kula, I'm going to, you know, whatever's going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to work, I'm inspired to do. And we saw the Yetzirah as the Indian to stop that. I said, okay, it's a good idea, yeah, take it easy, then we'll get there, we'll get, yeah, no, actually, do it tomorrow or next week, whatever it is, after the holiday, after the vacation. And we made that he's going to make a person lose that drive, because if you don't act on the enthusiasm or inspiration, when it's there, then it dies. And the Yetzirah knows that. For that part of Zerizos, what you need is the Ratzkatsvi. Now you find to run, run. Now you all you, you have inspiration to do, do. Don't wait. And if you're quick, like the, just like the deer, when it wants to run, it runs on the spot. It doesn't wait, it runs. Same thing with the, the, the Ratzkatsvi aspect of Zerizos, is when I have the inspiration to do something, run and do it. Don't wait. 
there's, but they said there's a second aspect of Jesus also. And he says, because the tab of a person is COVID. The tab of a person is not willing to put an effort. And it's hard for a person to, to, to change and to do things. It's much easier for him to take the, the approach of not doing anything. That's a person's nature. And therefore, Pilate's resource is for a person to overcome his own nature. It's not to run with inspiration. It's to overcome what his body doesn't really feel like doing. And if it's hard, and if it's an effort, and if it's difficult, and if it's taxing, so I'd much rather not do it. And as resource means overcoming that part of myself too. That needs a giver. That needs a giver. The strength you're talking about is the strength in overcoming yourself. It's not the case of the Ratka that now I'm fired to run, so don't stop, run. That's when I'm already raring to go. So then be the deer and run. That's Ratka Tzvi. But when I want to do something and it's hard for me to do that, because the nature of a person is to put in effort and to work hard and to, you know what I mean, to do things which go against what's comfortable for my body is difficult, that needs to work. And that's why it's part of the the second part of Jesus is work. And that is that I'm willing to work hard to overcome myself to do it. And that needs to give a card. And that's a lot better example can the tourist say for that. Is get out of bed in the morning. It's not, most people, it's not the deal which they have a problem with in the morning. They aren't waking up and saying, let's, let's go, let's go, we got to do whatever. On the contrary, most people wake up in the morning and... Plus they're five years old. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'd much rather stay in bed. got there. That needs the kayak of the work. And the kayak of the Gvura is that I have to work against myself. I have to force myself to what I don't want to do. And that's part of the Zerizus. Part of the Zerizus is that this is what I need to do. So I'm going to overcome myself to do it. And like we always say, I've said this many times, that's the real Gvura. The real Gvura. Because the real test of Gvura is if a person overcomes an ant. You know, he's, he crushed the ant. There's no sign of Gvura. You're much bigger than an ant. It's not, it doesn't prove anything. So what's the sign a person to give up? <coughs> that he could fight with his younger brother. Well, where, where, where's the sign that a person is a giver? And the answer is that a person can overcome himself. <coughs> himself. That's the best, so to speak, equal opponent to him. And if a person overcomes himself, that's a giver. You fought somebody as strong as you, and you won. You won. To say I beat somebody else, big deal. Maybe he's stronger than he is. But to say you beat yourself, that's, that's, that was a fair, uh, sorry, an equally pitched battle, and I won, that's a real giver. And therefore, Tayv Erech Rech Megibar, Moshe Baruchim Lechadim. As a giver, we always say, as a giver, Hakavish is Yitzra. Because the real giver is against yourself. That's a fact which you weren't necessarily naturally stronger than yourself. You were equals. And you had to overcome yourself. And that's an integral part of Zerizus. You have to understand it. Giver is a part of Zerizus. If there's something I need to do, then I need to be willing to fight myself to do it. Not somebody else. Fight myself to do it. And that's part of the commitment to Zerizus. And as if you understand it, that. There's sometimes I'm, commit, I'm, I'm inspired to do something. So when it's, it's coming from a place of inspiration, be like the deer and run. And when it's coming from a place of I know this is what I'm meant to be doing, but it's hard for me, I don't feel particularly inspired. But I know I'm meant to do it, be like the lion. Force yourself. Be misguided. That's part of the resource too. Part of the resource is that what makes me do is sometimes the middle of the, of the, of the rat katsvid and sometimes it's the middle of the gibber kairi. Those are two middle of the resource. Did they, so, just to clarify, the, the deer... Well, there's two reasons for that. Firstly, Agav, this wasn't uh, the Chiddush of the mission of the Chiddush of the Shishon. It's the Pasuk. It's what I'm asking for, Asha. Hain am kulavi yokum. They're a nation that gets up like a lion. So, already Bilam uses the connection of getting up like a lion. And what they're getting up for... Love is a young lion. And what they're getting up for... So, it's actually, they get up in the morning and say, Krishna. 
Hey, the Uncle Rabbi Yaakov is already Bedam's marshal for this exactly to say, to change, to get up, to do. What I don't want to do is that's, that's compared to a line. You're talking about the first marker. Right after the line. Right after the line. What's a special line? So, when we talk about the Ari as being a Gibor, and that's obviously often this, uh, the example of something which is strong. The truth is, physically, it's not necessarily the line isn't necessarily the strongest animal. Uh, it's not the strongest animal. If you, you actually go to see, you'll see the other animals are stronger in the wild. The other animals are stronger than lions. A rhinoceros, for example, the rhino is stronger than a lion. Okay. Sorry, okay. the elephant is uh, by its size also it's stronger than a lion. Then the nakoda of the, uh, the strength of the lion, and uh, I can beware, bear witness because I've seen it many times, is that the the, uh, the, the lion commands respect. Shama? Commands respect. You can have a whole field of different animals, and the elephant happens to be, no one notices, it doesn't make a difference to anybody. Same thing with other animals. But if there's a line there, it's a, there's a certain, uh, a certain everything like electricity goes through there. The gvur of the Ari, is the, it, it has a kayak to it that everything's scared of it. It's a, not necessarily because of brute force, but because of a certain majesty, which I always call the line a king. If you see it in the wild, you'll see that. There's a certain majesty to a, to a, an, a line. Uh, if you, if you ever hear a lion roar, but like really roar in the open, it makes you scared also. Even if you know that you've got some metal thing between you, you're in the jeep, whatever it's going to be, you aren't really a danger, but it's something which it makes you scared. And again, that's why the lion's roar is used for Hashem speaking. The lion roars, who's not afraid? That's like Hashem speaking. Which means the gvur of the ri isn't brute strength. The girl there is, it commands respect. There's a certain sense of majesty to it. Which, again, you see lines, you'll see it. Now, what's it going to do with this point? Now, what's it going to do with this point? Now, what's it going to do with this point? That's it. I've always said this in his work. The Yisraeli of the Gevura isn't a force in the sense of, like, what's, I, can, I can apply more force, I'm stronger. The, the kayak of the gvura, which is we want to learn from the lion, is that the person's, the gvura comes from a sense of, of respect, or a sense of majesty. And therefore, the, the way that, let's say, a person wants to get up in the morning, and now the Torah tells us, get up like a lion. What about the lion? What's the gvura meant to learn from a lion? Not force. That uh, like I'm threatening myself. If you don't get up, I'm going to do whatever to myself, whatever it is. The the guru comes the sense of authority, a source of like importance, uh, like the guru of the line, and therefore, like we have to see the 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 kayak of the line, which a person has to have in himself, is the avodas I'm meant to be serving Hashem, and therefore what gets me, makes me get up, is that sense of that sense of importance, that sense of covet. That's the guru of the line. It's not, and this is agav. I'm just saying it's a side point. That if a person wants to use something as a way to force themselves to do what they have to do, uh, force in terms of what we call brute strength, or I'm going to punish myself if I don't do this, doesn't really work. Doesn't really work. To say, all right, if I don't get up now, I'm going to go and bang my head against the wall ten times, or whatever it's going to be, or I'm going to. Have, if I don't get up on time, I'm going to have a cold shower, not a hot shower. It doesn't really work because you're working against yourself. You're working against somebody else, you're working against yourself. So it doesn't really work. The the gvura which the ha- which which is spoken about that's going to over Shri Gaber to overcome a person's self is 
Hashem, what, you, what you're getting up to do. And therefore, the Ramah tries to explain this. That the Ramah, the Ramah, the Pirish of the Torah. The Torah says, this is Gabriel Karin Amir Abayka. Says the Ramah, think, you woke up and you owe me before you met Malachim Lachim. So what do you do? And if you say, it says, if a king, a boss of a dom, would say, come on, out of bed. Uh, yes. Yes, Your Majesty. I'm up. That's the authority of a line. The gvura which a person has to employ is that kind of a gvura. The yiskabra ka'ari. And it's not just getting up in the morning. It's whatever it is. Whenever the table of the khamer is, oh, it's hard. I feel like it. It's difficult. And you want to zrizus. Force yourself. But what's the koyach? Force yourself because understand, be impressed by it. Be taken, so to speak, taken aback by it. In all of regardless of what you're doing, or regardless of what needs to be done, or regardless of Hashem that you're doing it for, whatever the case might be, and then, that's what you got to do. That's, the, that's how to employ the Gvura, to make a person do something, but it's the Gvura of the night. So is that extrinsic? Or... Okay. Let, let's explain a bit better. The word Arya, in Hebrew, Arya, is the same letters as the word Yira. Think about it. So it's the same letters in a different order. But it's the same thing, which means the sense of Yira of a person is what brings them to Gvura. And I'll just tell you one more thing. The Gematria of Arya, Kvira, Yira, is all the same Gematria. They're all the same thing. What brings the person to that concept of what we call the Kvira of the Arya, the Kvira of the Nine, is the Yira. Of what? But, not the Yira of, I'm scared I'm going to get punished. The Yira of, we saw, when we spoke about it a few weeks ago, the readiness. The Yira of the importance of what I'm doing. And therefore, if I understand, this is, this is something I can't, this, this is something I have to do. This is something which is, demands me to do it. So why am I lying in bed? Why am I messing around? Get up and do because I, I I feel a little bit of the the majesty of what of what's what, what's expected of me. Then that's the year which is going to make a person exercise that gvur. Building importance, right? And that's the the gvur that the Ari inspires. It's not because it comes along as the strongest animal. There's a certain kaya Hashem gave it. It's nature that it inspires uh, respect. It demands like certain uh, uh, covered in, in the natural world. That's the that's the gvur that a person has to work on. And that is that uh, to, when it's hard for me to do something, misgavir kaari. You have to be a gibber like a lion, but gibber in the sense of that's, that's what's going to make me discover on my nature to do something which I don't necessarily want to do. What's hard for me to do? That, that needs this, this khayla. And therefore, you see here the two parts. The first two parts of the pasuk, the arts kanami and the kal kanesher are connected to the heroes. The second part of the pasuk, the rats katsvi and the gibber kaari are connected to the results. The two parts of the results we spoke about. The one, don't inspiration that. When I'm inspired to do things, run. Don't stop. Run. Like they did. And the second one, when I'm not inspired to do something, but lament is something I'm meant to do. So Zerizus doesn't just mean run when you feel in the mood. Zerizus means you've got to do. Like I said, the, the shame is a mitzvah I said. And now there's something I have to do. I have to do that. Work, work it out. You be the line. Uh, be, like I said, Hen am kilavi yokum. Because I know that trust melech boy. Like the Akbiram said in his bracha. I know that Kodesh uh, Baruch is with me. I'm up. I'm ready. That, 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 uh, the year of the importance of, so to speak, that I'm aware of is what gives me the koyach to fight. And that, that's uh, that where the Bible says, I'm not sure you said this often also, and that is what makes a person change is a combination of two factors. Ratzin and Gvur. Ratzin is what a person wants to do and the Gvur to make him do it. Because if a person has a, the right to do something, but you know, I, I really would like to do it, but I never actually get around to doing it, I'm not going to go anywhere. But, so I need two things. I need number one, the right, whatever the, what I'm motivated to do, and then work, which means the koyach to do. When, and even when I don't feel like doing it, 
but I have the kayach, I have the, the factor which is going to push me to make, make me do it. That's the four things the Tana says. All together. The Askanomer, Kalkanesh, Ratzkutzvi, and Giver Kari, they come together, the Nasus return of Yechashavashamai. That's to do the son of Yechashavashamai. That's the two things. Either not to, to avoid the footfalls, not to be brought down by people, not to lose the level of resorting on, is the one part. And the other part, not to lose the opportunities we've got and to force ourselves to achieve. That's the other part. The reason here is to get a make up the return of Yechashavashamai.